You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Hello. Here we go again. Daniel the Naturopath trying to get some clarity, if possible, about uh, the many forms of magnesium. So we see in the stores often uh, new trends with magnesium, um, different forms such as bisglycinate, um, uh, citrate, which has been around for a long time, uh, carbonate, which is barely used anymore because of the low absorption rate, and um, uh, and then going on down to even you know more advanced threonate and other molecules. So we also have pedalates and orotates, which you know aspartates, which are coming you know, very popular in in Europe, but a lot of these uh, um, different forms of the molecular um, magnesium um, are not um, are not foreign to the body, meaning that the body creates these forms in and of itself, but the body creates them in a different way, in a natural way. We call this the R form or dextrogere, and then you have the levrogere, which is the synthetic form or, you know, um, we have this with almost all molecules. They follow this, um, especially with synthesis. Um, we create these levrogere, these L-form molecules, um, and then through fermentation, we get we can get closer to more of the R-form molecules. But um, so anyway, um, they create these products outside of the body, but the body creates them naturally within. So how does it do this with magnesium? Well, you know, a lot of studies have pointed to the fact that magnesium needs to be in contact with the body for over 24 hours for it to be assimilated, as it is kind of like a small metallic salt. And so that type of acidification or mixture with fat or mixture with a type of sugar or whatever it is in the body that it's going to allow it to be um, edible, I guess you could say, uh, digestible by the body and the tissues. So this poses a problem if you're just taking magnesium chloride or something else directly in the, in the mouth, for example, because it's going to run straight through you. And that's why it's kind of a laxative. That's why people, you know, this whole salt water drinking laxative thing, which I do not recommend because it's so hardcore for the kidneys. But it's better to use plant laxatives than, than mineral laxatives in that sense as they they really load the kidneys and that's basically what the kidney is doing. It's like, get me, get this out of here, you know? And so we don't want to like shock the system in that way. We want to find like a way to do things which um, has a, a different form of intelligence to it. And so, um, so just know that whenever you, um, you know, the, the, the threonate molecule, will pick one example. They sell this because they say it passes the blood, blood brain barrier and it's like this, you know, highly weaponized form of magnesium or whatever. But and I'm not against such an idea because you know in medical situations, pathological situations where there's surgery involved, intravenous uh, solutions to try to heal certain things on the on the fly or quickly. Um, okay, there is some some need for different types of wisdom about magnesium. I get that, but as a long term, well, as a naturopath and as a long term more um, global heal the whole organism type of perspective. Um, you know, using transdermal magnesium um, will bring the magnesium chloride, which is the base molecule that the body uses, into many different areas of the body, including the brain. Now, um, over time, this is like the you know a six month to a year treatment that we're doing, you know, daily, and this is building up. Um, 
and basically eradicating the deficiency. Now, how did they go without the deficiency in former times? Well, the soil was different. We didn't have all this, you know, intensity that we have now with the soil monoculture and farms without, you know, animals, just big, you know, monocultures. And so, you know, you have a whole different world here with this kind of industrial farming and no composting and just throwing a bunch of minerals everywhere and soy used as a fertilizer. And so, and then it pulls other minerals from the soil, which we need. So... A lot of these mistakes, you know, not giving the soil rest and not knowing how to do crop rotation, a lot of green wisdom, I guess you could say, has been lost. So um, so a lot of these, um, you know, this has given us a, a less uh, optimal system. So if we look back in the past, they had a better system, but at the same time, the deficiencies, like if you look at like, just to go on off topic here, but I mean, uh, on, on a side note, um, you know, magnesium the number one source of magnesium in the ancient world was bread. And the bread was made to a certain way where it was, the magnesium became so assimilatable that one healthy slice of heavy bread was your dose. And that's all you needed. Um, now, things have worsened that situation over time with the rise of the consumption of sugar, the the, the reduction of butter and, you know, healthy um, fat-soluble vitamins that you don't find in vegetable oils, etc. So there has been other things which have contributed to this, this, this sugar, um, you know, this rise in sugar and therefore needs for magnesium, coffee, stimulants, drugs, everything else, and just even medic medication and anything passing through the liver. It's like it all steals magnesium. So the, these things have worsened our situation, but at the same time, you know, um, there is possibilities out there. Like the bread that I use, this this um, sourdough that comes from Westphalia, Germany, has a little Jewish, like, you know, little star symbol on it. It's served, you can find it at Whole Foods, and uh, most of them, or if not, you can order them from the same Whole Foods because they have it in other Whole Foods. But um, this little bread, and it looks just like all the other breads around it, uh, totally innocent, and you think, oh, I can get any of these, and they'll all work. They won't. So this is the right one, and the right one is coming from Westphalia, and the right one is not using malt or beet or any of these kind of cheats to make it look dark brown because they're cooking it for 20 hours, and that's the way they do it, 16 hours minimum, and they cook these, and they, they have a natural browning effect that comes through the Maillard reaction. So um, this reaction um, happens at, at a slow cooking intensity. Now, they also go strictly, directly from flour to... Uh, production, uh, you know, that from grain to flour to production, they don't skip any steps and, you know, shelf and, and, and so the vitamin E is retained and they also use a combination of, of rye and, uh, wheat, which, um, you know, and rye, um, leaven, uh, which allows for, um, a better, not only a better, um, assimilation in the body, uh, less glycemic load, more fiber, but also um, better soil, because when wheat and rye are combined, the soil of these farms, and even historically, most of these breads were combined, especially rye and wheat. Uh, we've kind of made our challenges, you know, we've increased them by just overly isolating the wheat plant as the only, you know, these other cereals and grains were also meant to work together. So... <laughs> So, um, so this uh, daily slice of this bread and then other things, you know, from, from seafood to, you know, high mineral foods and fish eggs and different, you know, 
uh, and then the ways to assimilate that, which is the fat-soluble vitamins, fat-soluble vitamins from vitamin K2, emu oil, if you have nothing else, otherwise, you know, foie gras or, you know, um, you know, alpine ghee, and there's supplements for this. But so you do need uh, some sort of or alpine butter um, and then certain types of, you know, gas-fed, uh, uh, grass-fed ghee. But so there's ways to get these vitamins to, to assimilate in the body. Um, and once you have that, then yes, you need less magnesium in general, but you got to get there first. And now you definitely have to go through a healing process, which I think takes six months to a year with the transdermal magnesium, as far as experience and what I've seen with people selling, you know, hundreds of thousands of these bottles over the last six or seven years. And so, um, one of the things, um, uh, as far as magnesium threonate, you know, they say it crosses the blood-brain barrier, but whenever, when you eat anything in your body, uh, your, uh, your hydrochloric acid comes in there and, and, and tries to take it apart, you know, when you eat, when you digest your food. So if there's almonds, if there's bananas, whatever, chocolate, whatever you want to call high magnesium foods, which I find they're kind of like weaker uh, magnesium foods, you know, you can get more magnesium from, you know, from oysters, you know, but, um, and um, so some of these foods... Um, they, um, you know, they come in and, and, and the, 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 the hydrochloric molecule, which has the chloride molecule, it attaches to the magnesium and it creates magnesium chloride. So no matter what you do, it's recreating magnesium chloride in the body anyway. And then it's taking that base form and going through acidification processes, uh, through fats, sugars, um, and, and acids in the body to render that, uh, available, assimilatable, etc. And so then once we have that, we have an R-form threonate, which is in the body. And the body does use R-form threonates and R-form bisglycinates and all of these things. All of these things are just copies of what the body is doing that they've done for you in a lab. So we're trying to show you how, um, you know, and as far as the blood-brain barrier goes, you know, when you're using transdermal magnesium on your head and scalp every day, this is feeding locally those cells. Those cells, once it's absorbing into the skin, the skin is a natural storage mechanism and definitely a natural system where the, the magnesium can stay in contact with the body for more than 20 hours, which is what's needed to break down that, that metal salt. And so that acidification uh, or recombinant like, um, you know, with sugar or, or fat, um, those things happen in the sebum. All of those things happen through the skin process. And so then the, 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 the molecules can be created, but the, now they're local. They're right next to the source that they need to be aimed at, which for aluminum detoxification and certain things which are high, you know, we're having much more, you know, they're finding aluminum all throughout the brains of, of modern civilization. And, you know, these things can be brought out through the chelation of the magnesium. So the magnesium can get in there and start, chelating these things, these toxins, sticking to them, I guess you could say, and bringing them out. So um, that's kind of, um, you know, the blood-brain barrier mystery kind of revealed. You know, this is, don't, don't let them overly, you know, make it into a, a mysterious, impenetrable, uh, you know, fortress, because it's not. It, it's it, especially with natural processes uh, that the body's been used for millennia. For millennia, we've bathed in these mineral-rich waters, you know, go anywhere, even in California, go, go out in the mountains. What do you have? Hot springs, this springs, look at all the names of the cities. They were all built, a lot of them, especially if they had the springs, were built around these things. So people knew 
And we're just getting back to that, like our own ancient wisdom, and definitely Greek and Roman wisdom, because that was, you know, they were much more famous, I guess, for that. And um, so um, the Bicyclicinate's the same. So all of these, that's one side of the argument, is just that these things are recreated by the body um, through transdermal magnesium. The other side is that you need a high-quality magnesium, because if the most, 95% of the brands in America, even if they say Zextine, are not coming from Zextine. We've looked up so many different brands, and we don't mention them, but uh, we can't find accurate brands or non-dilution or uh, on-site certification. All we find is off-site certification, people sending in sand. We, it's hard for us to track this, but the good news is that the engineers behind all this, they know exactly where these things are coming from because there's only one source in Holland. So it makes it very easy. So, But we don't reveal all of that to everyone because we're not trying to name drop and, and harm others because we do need everyone to work together to build this consciousness. There's a lot of people that need this. So it's okay, but try to seek out the best quality. So when you have uh, a quality that is unsolvent extracted, even all the bisglycinates and even those threonates, the magnesium molecule that they're using is not carbonate. It's typically uh, uh, chloride molecule. Um, and so those that molecule base is coming from a solvent extracted magnesium chloride, either from the sea or sea or salts or mined or whatever. But those the concentration of those salts, because of the pollution in the water today and the pollution in different areas and the extraction of potassium and things that unpure forms of 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 these strata um, that exist, then yes, you have to separate that. And then separating that causes solvents. And you have to, you know, to where you can get that basic magnesium chloride um, molecule. So to get that down to that state, you have to do something to do it. And so the problem is, is that, you know, this is a solvent extraction. The solvent extraction takes away the chelation power of the magnesium molecule. And so it weakens its effect of being able to pull these toxins out of the body. And then if it's stored in plastic, once again, it's going to weaken its effect to pull one of the biggest dangers in the whole system out of the body, which is our endocrine disruptors. Endocrine disruptors, which affect the, the hormonal system, they, um, you know, due to soy, vaccines, and, you know, heavy metals, everything is deranging the, the immune system, plastics. And so these, um, these stick to that same molecule and then they hamper its ability to pull those molecules out of the body. So you need to do it in glass, and it needs to be from, with the Zextine inside logo, which means trademark, which means that it's coming from the actual source. Um, and so this is non-solvent extracted. And why? It's because it's a natural state form. It's a soft stone called bishafit found in abundance underneath Holland in the Zechstein Sea. So you can't recreate this natural stone. You have to um, find, the, it's like gold, you know, you, once you, the difficulty is finding it. But once you find it, you know, there you go. Um, you can't recreate it, you know, like at least, you know, I mean, okay, philosophically, the, the philosopher's stone, okay, I get that, like, you know, turn pain into love or whatever that is. But, you know, on on a real, like, physical level, this is not what we're doing. Um, you know, we have fool's gold and we have gold. So there's fool's white gold, which is what they call this in, in Holland. The government, I mean, the papers, the journals call it white gold, this discovery. So you can have fool's white gold and real white gold. So anyway, get the right stuff. Know that you can do these things without having to do internal supplementation. Yes, they can be combined. You know, your body eliminates all the magnesium. Uh, it never has in too much magnesium in it because it always gets rid of it if there is too much. Um, but 
um, you know, but, but you can tax your system in so doing. So the internal route, I feel, because it's a filter, one filter less than the skin route, um, allows for um, you know problems and errors. And you, did you take your B6 with it? Did you combine this and that with it? And all these combinations that have to be there, uh, kidney problems, uh, people with age that can't even touch magnesium pills. And, and so you have a lot of other realities there. And then on top of it, the fact that, you know, this can address local things like, you know, you go straight to the cramp and you, you feed directly. So there's even studies now showing that cramps may be due to a deficiency of magnesium in the skin, you know, the skin surrounding the area or whatever. So this goes back to our C wisdom, bath wisdom, the lasso wisdom. So try to keep all this wisdom in, in, in order. Uh, and I'm not denying modern science, um, but I'm saying there's a way to do this at the street level uh, for 20 bucks, you know, $3 a week and to get this covered and then to find the right foods like the bread I mentioned and, and to start upping our game on the diets, traditional foods, etc. So once we, you know, this is, can, be, can be a downside of the paleo movement, you know, too, is that, you know, they, they can run roughshod over some of these, you know, um, traditions that have maintained health for millennia due to some sort of gluten-free, um, 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 you know, like craze that I understand, but that at the same time covers up what could probably work for these same people which contains gluten, but when it's done right. And so we don't want to throw God's foods or whatever out the window because we've, you know, we're, we're, we found a better way or whatever. We want to honor what's there and see what we've done to it and, and get back to the, the core of it. I mean, if the American society would focus more on getting the eggs, the milk, the butter, the salt, and the bread, uh, and then the base meat, uh, red meat or whatever, chicken, you know, those four or five items there, if they would just concentrate on the power of those and getting that back in alignment, we could have a much smaller grocery store and be much healthier because the bases are covered. Now, that's the problem here is the bases aren't covered, so we have to redo everything. So, or relearn uh, uh, quite a bit. So anyway, hopefully that can be helpful to kind of discern and figure out what all this stuff is and who needs what, you know, the magnesium, tran uh, transdermal magnesium, Zextine inside from Heart of Tradition, come to our site, heartoftradition.com. It's only three bucks a week, um, can solve all of the magnesium level problems. Um, after, yes, if you want to take this, that, and the other for transit or whatever, because you, you feel like that's the way you want to do it, then that's fine. I do believe, and maybe a sports person will take more, but typically the sports world has already replaced a lot of the pills with the transdermal because they've realized how much more effective it is. You know, when a runner is running and he's sweating, then all that magnesium is coming out. But if it's stored in his skin before he's running because he's been using it for months then that sat cellular saturation is going to allow him to keep more of it, uh, have more of it by the end of the race. And so he's going to be stronger and less, you know, cramping, less uh, tendonitis or any other sort of like injury, et cetera. So um, bruising, et cetera. So it's, you know, the magnesium is helping with all of that. You know, that's what it does in the body, in the muscular system. It pumps through, it chelates toxins, acid residues, things like that, endocrine disruptors, heavy metals, whatever it is, and it brings it back out through the sweat glands. So sport, sweat, magnesium detox of heavy metals, they all kind of go together, but it's just kind of like the hidden secret. So anyway, check it out, heartoftradition.com.